Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. There's only so much to have to figure out to talk about a show about dragons and well lots of sex be it incestuous or not i don't know how i feel about it i don't know how i feel about sex sexy time in general or how it's been depicted like thus far no my sexy time <laughs> yeah i don't know how i feel about it welcome to little lit where we debate danny's sexy time my name is andrew cleva oh I hope my parents are listening to this. My name is Danny Burford. Uh, and on this week's Little Lit, we just want to talk a little bit about uh, House of the Dragon uh, from the Game <gasps> of Thrones universe. Um, yes. This new show on HBO, I'm sure most people are aware of. Um, it is not, as of the, as of this recording, um, it, there is four episodes in. When we when it gets, when this episode gets released, it'll be five episodes in. And then yeah. we'll probably put a break on talking about this until after the first season is done. But um mm-hmm since we are known as being fairly big game of thrones or song of ice and fire fans we figured we would uh, do a little bit of a, uh, yeah. a check-in so one of my favorite things about this is that i forgot that this show not that it was coming out but exactly when it was airing mm-hmm. and i remember getting a whole bunch of tiktoks of people like at night outside like an apartment building and you could see the light <laughs> in people's apartments that are just like like when you know everyone's watching Game of Thrones, and I was like, "Oh, that's like what a throwback yeah. fucking TikTok! Like, how fucking weird is this?" Well, Whatever. Just like kept on scrolling, scrolling, and then you texted me, and you're like, "Have you seen Hot D?" <laughs> and to be clear, Hot D was like a like, like how George R. R. Martin apparently referred to it. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't like that either. I don't know if it was ubiquitous or if it was just like a time or two. <sighs> Good word. But I know, right? But um, uh, Alt Shift X, the YouTuber that I'm a huge fan of, um, he he started using it as well, uh, pretty routinely, and uh, so now it's very much in my lexicon instead of using the actual name of the show. I just thought of a great um, uh, drag queen's name, Ubiquitix. That's <laughs> right, pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, right? yeah, it's pretty good. Isn't that <laughs> fucking good? I think I, oh. I think it's gonna. I think not. I think it's not always going to be understood. On first blush, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Right? Well, fair, yeah, fair point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, anyway, yeah. So back to <laughs> back to dicks. Actual. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they, those were those were a plenty in uh, episode four, especially. Have you noticed how much? I feel like this show is way gorier. Yeah, I would. Than I would agree. Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't know if it's gorier. Over, like, I don't know if it's like. I, I don't mean. I guess I don't mean like the amount of gore. I think just. Like when it is gory, it's pretty fucking and, gory. And also like the choices that are being made about when to include the gore and when not to as well. Yeah. I, I, like the first episode. Uh what in particular are you thinking of? I mean, well, one about her getting cut open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the And then also the getting smashed in the face. <laughs> I mean not her. She wasn't smashed you, you, in the face. You can't just say getting smashed in the face and leave it that. Well, no. you're the, are you talking about the tourney and all of them in like the melee fights? Tournament, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. That? yeah. Because that I'm was, a fan of that. I mean, uh, like that was, uh, like that's not how that's supposed to happen. Because, uh, like, basically, me- melees especially can be can be dangerous. But uh, you know, as could, of yeah. course, uh, jousting. Knows. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> specifically in universe, mind you. Uh, I, I I have not been a regular at run fairs or medieval times, but um, oh, I'm going to one soon. 
uh, okay, hold on. All right, pause everything else. Um, Ren Fair? Yeah. When? Uh, there's one that's happening uh, in like mid October. Okay. That we're gonna be going to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, really fucking stoked. I, I, you should be. We went to. I, I, I hadn't been. I went to one in like somewhere in Pennsylvania, like a while. Somewhere in Pennsylvania is a great band name. Oh no, that's gotta be a song by like fifteen other bands already. So <laughs> fair, fair point. Um, and then I, I I hadn't gone to one in forever, and we went to one. I think it was Carver Mass. Um, they have like a New England mm-hmm. Renaissance Fair or something like that. Um, we went to a couple of years ago, like two or three maybe. Uh, Pre COVID. Um, it's the only place that I've ever had someone recognize. Found at home. <laughs> it's the only place I felt free. It's the only place where I felt I could be myself. I could really let my hair down. No, it's the only place I I've ever had someone recognize. Um the logo on the back of the hoodie I usually wear, which is from the Bureau mm. of Balance from the first season of The Adventure Zone, uh, yeah. uh, the balance arc. And it, I mean, it makes sense because it's a podcast, right? So you don't have that visual everywhere. And so someone would have to be a pretty big nerd to um, have known what that logo looked like. And I was walking through the Ren Fair and I heard someone behind me go, hey man, nice hoodie. And I turned around and it was a dude wearing fucking like a, like a, like leggings and like a jerkin and, yeah. and, and and like carrying like a like a bow over his shoulder. I'm like, this seems to be the audience. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So you're saying that you weren't also dressed up? No, I do not dress up as far as these things go. That just it's like, don't you ever get bored of yourself? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I just don't dress up to fix it. I drink and make podcasts instead. I do it all. You could have it all, Andy. It doesn't have to just end with beer and microphones. Mm-hmm. We can also introduce garb. Beer and microphones is not a bad name for an album or I, I wouldn't say a band, but a, but a song probably. Could be our season beer one. And beer and microphones. Beer and microphones sounds like a matchbook romance song title. I don't know why, but yeah. Oh, it does. I think. I think. I think it's just because story. Oh, sorry, God. I was gonna say we're going to see so many like pop punk yeah, bands next, this coming weekend. Uh, right, fast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I'm still, I'm still annoyed that didn't come together for us. But yeah, I'm sorry. no, it's all right. Um, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> getting back to all of this, I guess uh, the like the, those those scene or those like tournaments are basically supposed to be like someone can get hurt, of course, and someone could even die, of course. But like they fight with blunted weapons, and they and and and, and there's like a rules of codes of conduct and things like that like imagine if you were the a hedge knight and you killed in malice like a lannister like like you're you're like like like, that would never be tolerated like that would never that would not make sense even if it was said it was in the heat of battle and shit like that so the idea that like people were just dying and and and, like not just dying being intentionally like bludgeoned in the face with maces and shit like that seemed very unnecessary and yeah the gore factor in those scenes in particular was super high yeah i just thought that I don't know, which is pretty what do you think of the acting? Let's really get into it. I think it. Matt Smith has been phenomenal as Damon. Uh I, I think I think he's been like the most like probably the highlight of the whole of the whole thing for me. Um I I think he is uh, there's so many girls and guys and he, people just thirsting over him. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I that, that I part of, get, that, I that part it. I don't understand so much. But the I I think I think Matt Smith has, has done a really good job like making that character like casually cruel but also kind of casually funny at times like the uh uh the interaction with uh Kristen cole at dragonstone that little brief uh like oh hey what's up mm-hmm. crispin something like that right and yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but, but like he his performance i think has really been like notable in being like 
interesting and varied as opposed to a lot of characters are doing good jobs with their with their rules but there's not a whole lot memorable about it um like i like uh, patty constantine as 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 um as viserys um i think it's wild that one of the andes from hot fuzz is the fucking king of westeros but oh, yeah. but um i i think that like i think he's done a good job and he's done a good job like port like showing the 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 difference between like ruling and not being competent enough in certain ways to rule mm-hmm. and things like that um but i haven't really been blown away or like super impressed by that many people whereas the first again it's unfair but the first season of yeah. game of thrones like there were some obvious standout like like good characters and good acting job some from people you knew like sean bean and some from people that like not everyone would have known um like mm-hmm. Nikolai, um fucking uh i always forget his goddamn scandinavian Hi. name but yeah, jamie lannister yeah. Um, yeah yeah with phenomenal from from the gut from the jump so yeah i was i i i feel the same there have definitely been some people who have been like oh wow that's really like damon is like one of them there are some times where um yeah who's the actress that plays um right Ra- rainies or Rhaenyra's? Ra- yeah Rhaenyra. Ra- yeah, Venera. Okay. Um, I I honestly don't know their names. Uh, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of these characters, these actors that I'm not gonna know the names of. That's no shade to them. It's just that I haven't bothered to learn, and I don't do that a whole lot right now, anyways, uh, from not having watched a ton of movies and TV. Well, you know what? They have IMDb. So <clears throat> well, there we, we go. Fucking look this up. I, I would say that both she and um, the girl playing Alice in Hightower have done like good jobs with what they're what, with what they're supposed to be doing. Um, but I don't know that anything is impressive exactly so much as like yes they're fulfilling their function like they're they're doing their job properly yeah i really i you know who i did who i have really liked who hasn't been in it that much who i think will be in it way more is um damon's like second lady oh his 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 paramour his uh yes sonoya sonoya is i think her name i think that she's gonna be in it a lot more you don't agree uh Oh no, I I don't I don't uh, I don't agree or disagree with the whole um about what you're saying. I mean, she she came back in episode four um, briefly, so I would assume because like the thing is they're time skipping everything up to a point. Um, well, hold on. First of all, um, how much do you know about the story? I mean, like not I know like basics, but I don't. I'm not like in depth in okay. it by any means. Well, but I know like. Like you're not you're not gonna give anything away to me. All right, so real so real quick for anyone else, a spoiler, uh, spoiler alert. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna do a bunch of it, mind you. I'm I'm just I'm not gonna talk super loose about like things that are gonna happen down the line. But there might be some stuff that I either purposely or accidentally give away here. So yeah. like just or if you up. haven't watched the first four episodes. Oh yeah, if you haven't watched sure the first four episodes, I don't know what the fuck you're doing here in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, or keep on or keep on listening. Just take your headphones out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please please make sure we get as much uh, like stats and data as possible. But stats on stats on stats. Um, this comes from um, the princess and the queen. I think it's like this. Like the alternate title is like, or the reds versus the, or the sorry, the greens versus the blacks. Um, and it's a so the blacks and the greens. Um, and it was originally in a um, an edited anthology that uh, Martin uh, edited ed- edits along with another man who I forget his name. He's since passed. R.I.P. He was very good at it, but um, it was in um either i think it was in dangerous women um what, what was probably the uh, the volume it was in anyways um it was also retold from a historical perspective in uh, fire and blood the the history t- uh toned um book that he wrote about the reign of the targaryens and mm-hmm. so also the, the 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 bones of this story are out there like like what happens like 
who lives, who dies, the rough order of events and things like that um, already exists. But the details are not um, out, out there for, mm-hmm. for most of this stuff. Like there's a lot of, you know, these characters did X, Y, and Z with each other, but you don't know the depth of which they like loved or hated or cared yeah. about each other and things <laughs> like that. So I, I like there's, there's some things like I basically we're, we're kind of time skipping to the point of the big conflict. And once the big conflict starts, then I think things will start to will, will kind of stabilize a little more. Yeah. But I just, I agree. I, I think it's really hard to judge this right now until that actually happens, both from performances and from uh, like some of the, 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 the pacing. I mean, it has to happen soon. We're getting there. I'm, I I, know, I mean, it's not, I believe they've, they've said in interviews and whatnot that the first season cover, covers like 30 years. Uh, all, 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 yeah. All and I do done. know, I do know, like, when I've seen trailers for it and stuff, like, the actress who plays Rhaenyra yeah. changes. Yes, uh, and Allison as well, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and you've already seen, uh, like, Lenore Valarian uh, a change from being, like, you know, a 10-year-old Okay, kid. that was fucked up. <laughs> what, how much he changed? How much he grew up with? That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, that was, like, one of those moments where you're like, wait... Even if you want to... Also, like, yeah. so hot. <laughs> and isn't it supposed to only be, like, 16? You creep. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I mean, everyone is supposed to be, like, 16. Well, uh, yeah, now. okay, fair enough. The, the world the world is different as far as that goes. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love that there's a story. I, I watched um, an interview with uh, Millie Alcock, who plays young Renera. Yes, yes. Uh, and the guy who plays, and Matt Smith. And they were talking about when you got the call that you got the part. Because you couldn't tell anyone because it happened, you know, so fucking long sure, ago. Sure, sure. She got the call while she was like at a house party, <laughs> and she was like drunk. It was like, oh. And she went outside, and her casting agent was like, "Are you sitting down?" And she was like, "Yeah." Kind of, kind of have to. Yeah, and then then like got told that she got it and had to walk inside and was like, "Whoop, doke now." <laughs> Totally fine. Don't even worry about it. I mean, good on her, good on her uh, for being together enough to get that far. Yeah. But do you like the dragons? I love actually the way that the, dra- the dragons are actually super different from the way that they were done yes. in uh, in Game of Thrones. Um, and they, I love how they all look different. That's, that's what I, that's, they're not the same. Di- they're so cool. Different sounds, different different looks. Like there's uh, people people made a big deal when. Um, uh, fuck the bloodworm. Uh, that's not Caraxes. That's uh, whatever Damon's uh, dragon is name. I, is I'm forgetting right now. I feel bad. Um, but like when he came in, in in into the show, they were like, "Who's this long neck motherfucker? Like, like what, what, what the hell is this dragon doing here?" But I think, but I thought it was cool that like all the difference in the first in the first show was like color, and that was pretty yeah. much it. And now you have different like body types, like, different colors, and also different like sounds cool. and everything too. It's a lot better. Do you remember when in Game of Thrones they had to make a choice between having ghost in an episode and and having a dragon in an episode? Yeah. And, You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and and the, the yeah, oh my god, the CGI expenses for 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 all of that too. Like, yeah. yeah. I It's insane. It's like and people I, I've been listening to um so every if you are if you are very interested in this kind of stuff, or if you're becoming very interested in it, then uh, the YouTuber Alt Shift X is like 100% your best resource for just like all um, side by side kind of coverage or commentary, or whatever. Because after after every episode he's doing on a live stream, it's kind of like off the cuff and like answering questions from the audience members and things like that. And then later in the week, there's like an edited scripted video going over mm-hmm. like the things that happened in the episode. 
how that relates to other things you might know from the original Game of Thrones, um, what that might portend for the future, both out spoilers, obviously. Um, so it's a very useful um, resource just to kind of learn more and get, and also just get a better, uh, a wider understanding of what's been uh, going on. And uh, it was very interesting when he was talking about the big hunt that happened mm. in uh in episode three where they have that yes. where they have that pavilion set up and it's like it, it, you know it's you know the, the lap of luxury for especially for that time frame of course and that like technological level and they compared it to when they did the the big king's hunt in the first season which was like five dudes walking in single file through the forest and that was it yes i also really loved um the scene where renera kills the boar yeah, one of the better ones for sure. And it and it just kind of won the scene of her walking back into camp still covered in fucking mm-hmm, blood. Mm-hmm. I wish that her face was covered in blood, but that's okay. Yeah. Like walking back into camp covered in blood. But I also loved how it just how they still bring in like the animals from the different houses. Yeah, the heraldry is a lot better in this in this yes. uh, season too or this show too. Uh, and that's I know that's one of the complaints that Martin had about but especially the later uh, seasons of Game of Thrones, because everyone was wearing like black or off black, essentially, like for, yes. for, for the majority of those la- of those late seasons. And I get that maybe you want to you want to be serious or you want to be self serious and not have like this all this brightly colored heraldry and shit like that. But like, it's really cool to have actual color schemes and like, like like sigils and everything like very present like when, when um, the armor is dope yes the armor was dope um uh the sea snakes armor in the step zones was fucking awesome um mm-hmm. the, 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 that that silver mail and everything um yes. i liked in, in episode four the one that just came out at, at this time of recording um there was a scene where there was a guy talking to um uh Renera uh Renera uh when she is going on that like tour of uh suitors and, oh, and yeah, he's yeah, the one who's yeah. like telling her all these things mm-hmm. as she's kind of dismissing everyone for various reasons and I was like I don't really oh I vaguely remember seeing that guy from an earlier episode and then on his fucking chest it's the Baratheon sigil it's like it's the yellow and black it's the stag and it's like oh yeah okay I definitely know Bar- who that yeah. guy like that, 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 hey that's really helpful from an audience perspective as who well didn't as didn't want to bend the knee yes who obviously looked very dicey about doing that in the first very place very yeah. sus yeah um, there was also like the little details especially in episode four where they're going throughout where damon and renera are going throughout the town mm-hmm. i don't know if you noticed this but i did because i was just like what the f-? like it was so detailed when they were going through like everyone having a party in the streets and stuff like mm-hmm. that and they did one like pan back and like trigger warning there was a there were like parties and stuff and then there was a guy who was like trying to resuscitate someone on the street oh okay it was just like stuff like that where I was like, could you imagine like think like being the producer who was directing yeah. that and thinking of that, like thinking of those little details yeah. of it was just like Show, showing was, life in Flea Bottom or life in the streets of King's Landing that like, yeah. out, out of like a highborn purview, essentially. Yeah, yeah, because I think that the way that they showed King's Landing's um, unwanted areas. <laughs> sure. They still looked pretty wanted, you know. They still, mm, yeah. they, they didn't. I don't think they really ever showed what squalor looks like, or you know, what really like not having anything until you know you got to really, really, really small towns. Yes, 
but even that didn't necessarily show like it didn't show us like a city slum kind of a thing yeah I, I would say the original show um i mean people would be like you know dirty or like you know someone would be missing a tooth or something like that or they would have on peasant clothes but uh, in, yeah. in king's landing i don't yeah i don't think you saw um uh a whole lot of difference of like the lifestyle of the people unless it was like particular scenes in which it happened like for example when yeah. um uh marjorie and joffrey are in separate like palaquins or whatever are going through the city and uh she stops mm. and goes into the orphanage to uh, talk to the yes. kids for a little bit and then like talks to the i think it was one of the silent sisters maybe or or, or just a, 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 a someone of the faith and says like come to me directly to me for all of your needs for the for these children like things like that and obviously this is like politicking and like image stuff and, and, and whatnot yeah. but um it was only when there was a point of it in the scene when you'd actually see like dirty street urchins and stuff like that yeah 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 yeah. um what has been your favorite episode and or favorite scene this so far um man it's it's it 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 might be episode three but i will say like i i'm i'm still a little lukewarm on how they're doing a lot of stuff um and it's mostly because i need to figure out if their pacing is going to keep being a little bit weird or if it's going to start kind of to move downhill once they get to some of the bigger conflicts because it's a lot of scene setting let's be honest like it's a a ton of scene setting that they have to do to make sure the audience understands like why these things are going to start happening in the future um but like you can't unless you want to do like one voiceover about what happened when these these uh people were younger you have to kind of spend some time and almost invent things to happen as the story goes along like i thought the crab feeder was very cool for the imagery and like the like, like the way he was portrayed and and everything like that but it also just felt like you were setting someone up to be like a big bad for a minute and then he was gonna and he obviously did get dispatched pretty quickly and then it's like yeah. okay what was the point of that? you know what i didn't like how they didn't sh- or i don't know I, i'm so on the fence about it that they didn't show damon taking out the crab the crab king yeah that they just showed him and i i couldn't tell if i liked that or if i didn't i'm a little it, in between as well well, well, well right. why why did why why did you why did you potentially uh not like it so i potentially didn't like it because i kind of wanted to see like if the crab king was going to have any like snuff like if he was yeah. actually going to you know be good at what he was doing to show that like there might be some other shit happening but also, I I liked how they didn't show it because it does show just how strong Damon is. Yeah, it was kind of a foregone conclusion at that point that like once yeah, like you knew he was going to die. So I kind of liked that they weren't going to waste our time. Yeah, that, that that's the part I'm kind of with it as well. Like, like on the, I, I think it was not necessary to show because like Damon, for whatever his other faults are, like he's renowned for being a very very strong and skilled warrior, and he also has a fucking Valyrian sword the steel yeah. steel sword like he, he's he's gonna win that fight it's gonna be unless that cave is laden with booby traps and shit which maybe could have been interesting like that, then <laughs> then uh then he was always gonna win that fight I, I guess my problem with um not showing it is not so much like not showing it in the context that was given but the fact that they kind of made him out to be like this big adversary and then it was over in an episode um and it reminded me mm-hmm. a little bit of when um when john flees the wildlings after they've come south of the wall 
uh, where he mm-hmm. where, where where he shows mm-hmm. that he's still he's still actually a Night's Watchman. Grit uh, has a shot, maybe, but he gets a, but he gets away, or he 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 shoots him, but not fatally, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, and then they get married and have a kid. Yeah, of course, everything everything is happy after that. Yeah, I mean, they did actually in real life. But. I know that part's actually cool, <laughs> but but um, they like. So after he gets back to the wall, it's like episode like four, maybe episode five at most of uh, of that season. And mm-hmm. the, the the big set piece battle is the battle for the wall. Uh, so after yep. he gets back, you basically have to keep that character active for like a good number of episodes and have him do something that's not just like kind of sitting around and like making war preparations for like, you know, two minutes per episode. So that's when they have them go to Craster's Keep to like, you know, kill, oh, kill, yeah. kill the upright, uh, kill, kill the the mutineers and whatnot, and that's what it kind of felt like to a degree with the crab feeder, where it's like, hey, we're giving these characters a task to do. It's going to take up an episode. I thought I thought it might take up more than one episode, but it's like, all right, we're going to take an episode or or two to uh, keep these characters doing something. And and granted, it was showing some character stuff because it was showing that. Damon and Corliss Valarion were like working together for like good reasons mm-hmm. and it showed potential character progression for Damon and whatnot. But it it felt like it was just kind of like a foregone conclusion and it wasn't much of note that happened here. It kind of feels like we're filling these episodes until we get to the big conflict, at which point things will be like there'll be so much happening that you can fill every episode. I'm worried that characters are gonna take similar arcs to Game of Thrones. Just because I think that until the last season, the character arcs were done pretty fucking well. Like until the last like two or three seasons. I was, I was going to say maybe two yeah. or three seasons, but yes, I, I, I yes, but, agreed, of course. But they weren't like, I don't think they were completely burned at the stake character arcs until like the final, final I, I think, season. Like you could see them slipping for sure. It was, it was the minor ones that started to go quick. And that, or, yeah. sorry, not quick, but earlier, I guess, like season six is when Ramsey kills Roose Bolton. Um, which was the most abs- like like listen I understand that in the in the big scheme of things this is not a big deal but like Bruce Bolton would never put himself in a position to get stabbed by his murderous insane bastard that he is constantly prodding and constantly pushing and constantly uh yeah. like manipulating and so that was yeah. just an absurd thing and I understand why you had to do it you wanted Ramsey to be the big bad you wanted him to be the have the big fight with John and everything big like bad. that and it was gonna be like it was gonna go that way but it was such a lazy way to do it that I start that's when I kind of started to get worried to be honest because it's like if you don't there was a ton of lazy writing but like but that, that was early enough on that I was like yeah. ooh, this might portend bad things and then it really started to later on but you're yeah. right and then it, the main character arts it wasn't a big deal until later in the season those seasons. yeah i think for me one of my favorite scenes so far this in this show yes, please. was um i think it was episode two when renera went over to um retrieve the egg yeah at dragonstone yeah it was episode yeah two. dragon i i like that because I liked it in that episode because I was like, oh, fuck yeah. She's going to be like more than just a like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, like, I don't want to do that because I'm the, 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 you know, I thought she was going to. I thought it was I thought that was proving that she could yeah. handle a little bit more responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do that kind of stuff. And then that hasn't come to fruition. Yeah. I, yeah. But I, I, I really liked seeing that. And I. I thought that that had a lot of like that had a lot of foretelling into the relationship between Damon and Rhaenyra. Yes. 
because he obviously isn't going to kill her, but he is, well, but he. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually do agree with that, but go ahead. But like, he, there's an, there's like a, like a respect type thing, even though there's definitely manipulation in there. Yeah, sure. It's, I think that that relationship as creepy as it will get. In the, in, in the context of the Targaryens and the time and everything, it's less yeah, creepy than perhaps, it's, but like, yeah, it's... it's yeah, weird. I think that is going to build nicely, hopefully. I would, I, I, I again, without giving away a whole bunch about what happens, because I do know some of the ways that goes, uh, yeah, I think it's set up pretty well for, for that to be like an interesting dynamic at the very least, if, even if it's not a relationship. But um, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that, that was, I think that was a good like confrontation and, and, and scene. I, I actually like some of the, like the, I, I, I think that Paddy Constantine does a great job as Viserys. Uh, and I think that he does it in these, it, he, Viserys is a, is a, is a, is a character that's easy to kind of like, like from a, Oh, he's, he's a nice, he's a good guy kind of way, but like, he's very frustrating to watch as a King. And so yes. I find myself, even when I think uh, Constantine is doing good work, it's also like, yeah, but this character is so fucking frustrating. Like, uh, and, yes. and so like the, the end, the end scene where he uh, confronts Otto in episode four, I think it was really well done. Mm-hmm. I think him drinking himself into a stupor and a funk in the third episode um, uh, when he's on the hunt and everything is like a really good job of portraying all of the, like insecurity and doubt and uh, whatnot that the oh, character killing has. That, yep, killing that yep, yep. fucking deer was so sad. Yep, 100%. It was so, I had to plug my ears. It was so realistic. <laughs> and, ugh. I fucking that was one that I really really didn't like. Yeah, it's it's well it's well done as a scene, but it's very uncomfortable to watch for for, for super. For, for there have very, definitely been reasons. there have definitely been some like pretty uncomfortable yes <laughs> stuff that has happened, and I think this past episode has been like the most uncomfortable. Yeah, I I mean super fucking uncomfortable. incestuous relationship aside, which is not an easy thing to put aside, mind you. Uh, like the, no. there, there there has been. Like the entire scene with Kristen Cole and Renera was uh, weird, um, yes. because because like he he almost he almost looks like he's being he's being for yeah it was that that was what it was all about it was showing that like Damon was taking control of her and then she came back and whether or not she was like she subconsciously was doing it she was doing the exact same thing there was a tweet i saw i believe i found it through dragonfly jones's feed uh shout out to one of the best followers on twitter who was like oh when she left that hoe house she was gonna fuck something like, like she was oh, like yeah. she, she was coming back and that was good and, and it was gonna happen one way or another the question was just basically like who and where and what are the consequences more than anything yeah. else what did you think about the conversation though that renera had um with i always fucking forget her name allison uh the confrontation about uh, yeah the confrontation after i think that is pretty clearly going to be the wedge that eventually drives those two characters apart uh in my in my mind Therefore, i feel like they were already driven apart I, but, the, but this was the episode where they first showed some reconciliation and some because, because all right so when we fast forward to a little bit later down the road um yeah. you have Aegon as one of the possibilities to be king and uh rhaenyra as as queen as the other possibility mm-hmm. and Right now, at this point, Alicent is generally a straightforward person. 
Like she had, like uh, she she's allowing, she allowed herself to be used by her father in order to get into this, get with get with Viserys. That's a that's a, that's a loaded way, intense word. Yeah, a loaded way to say that. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, she she was willing to, or 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 at the very least, was scared enough of Otto and what he would do to. Uh, I think I think that she definitely didn't have a choice, and then she agreed was told her choice agreed uh however yeah. she she also is she she's still going along with it and she still has to have yeah. some idea of like what the whole point of all of this is as, as well mm-hmm. um and but she's not uh but yeah she's she's not being devious and manipulative on her own she is kind of under no. orders and she's and in and the, and the conversation with renera uh, like she obviously is very um uh in, yeah, and in a way that I wasn't expecting, to be honest, I, I, I was I, yeah, I, I, I was trying to I, when 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 Brooke and I were watching the show, we were or that episode, we were, I, I was we were both thinking like, why is she so mad? Like, why is she? That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, and and, and I get it from the aspect of the faith because again, like the the high towers are from Old Town. The Old Town is the seat of the faith. Like it would it, it makes it makes a level of sense. Um, <laughs> but like it wasn't really clear until like later in that scene what her actual hang up was, and it was kind of weird. Um, but I think that she, I understand these characters are, are diverging, of course, but I think that the big like wedge point in the future is going to be that Renera lied to her. Um, and yeah. and that is something that she will not be able to forgive in, in, in some way, shape or form. How she finds out what it is and everything like that, who knows, but yeah. Yeah, there was, um, I saw a tweet, well, not a tweet because I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> I saw a photo of a tweet. <laughs> um of like a picture of like a beautifully sleeping girl in bed mm-hmm. and it was like Renera after swearing on her mother's grave <laughs> yeah. lying to her father lying to her best friend mm-hmm. lying mm-hmm. to everyone mm-hmm. like making out with her uncle like fucking her guard yep, yep. <laughs> forcing her guard like, to, uh, to, yeah to be, like yeah. just like mm, yum like <laughs> <laughs> off to snoo- <laughs> off to dreamland <laughs> off to dreamland i have another question for you mm-hmm. Unless you have a question for me. No, by all means, go right ahead. Rapid fire this shit. Mary fuck kill. Oh, God damn, why I walked into that one. Uh Viserys? Mm-hmm. Uh Damon. Uh-huh. Or Otto. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think you have to kill Otto because you have no idea. If he... Of his sexual prowess. <laughs> one of the few. Because he can't fuck. One him. of the few characters. Yeah, yeah. That you have, that, 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 you, that you don't know how he fucks. Um, yeah, I, I think that I think that because he is a manipulator and he's a behind the scenes kind of guy that uh, he you don't know his true intentions and you don't want him in your life because of that. In that case, obviously, then you would uh, fuck Damon and marry uh, Viserys. But I don't think any of those choices are ideal. Question: Do you think that Damon is actually good at sex? I don't think so. I think he's one of those like white lax bros that <laughs> <laughs> that really thinks they're fucking good at sex. Yeah. And they have like one move that they watch from the one porn video that they have on repeat. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you're happy, babe. Like, <laughs> all right. And then like walks off to the keg. I think I think it's the difference between uh, Viserys, who clearly isn't even thinking of the uh, of, uh, 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 oh, uh, 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 of like. Yeah, it was good for you. Uh, as opposed to Damon being like, "Yeah, no, that was awesome, right?" <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, dude, like you were just going as hard as you could from one from one direction the entire time, and that was not the best way to do this." So, um, I guess I have another question for you. Uh-huh. Um, when it came to the whole 
pleasure house yes. thing. And then we saw the little spy get paid by Damon's other lady. Yeah, that was interesting. So do you think, and Damon was in on it. I don't. Do you think, think that Damon was in on the spy? I don't, I don't, I don't, think, he I don't was. think he was. No, I think that. Uh, I, I don't, but I don't know because he I took off he her was. hat before they went in. Yeah, but I, I think I, I, so. This is one of those. This is one of those times when I'm, I'm hesitant to uh, to attach too much meaning to some stuff because I'm not sure if the writing is up to par with how much we're going to read into it. Um, because. I believe that she seems to be. We're a fucking book podcast. <laughs> I, well, but my point is, like, what, like, if if you like, if you're going to, like, for example, in in, in the later scenes or later seasons of Game of Thrones, uh, people were making up all these reasons for all these things that were pre- yes. that could clearly be attributed to bad writing. Instead, for example, um, how did they have all those chains to drag the dragon out of the yes, lake? But those are glaring. This is like I, I, no, no, I agree, I, and, I, and I agree. Those are those are those are glaring things on that on that side. With this show, yeah, I, with this show, I, of course, I am still uncertain as to the level of quality in the writing, and therefore, I'm not sure how much of this is like that, that we're that we're that we're debating about. Uh, like the scene is is intent versus like just kind of oh, we didn't really script that well enough. No. You know what I just pictured uh-huh. is that instead if they had chains for those for that dragon, what if it was just the undead holding ankles? Yeah, <laughs> just Daisy chained all the way to the bottom. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. I'm like, walk them out. Let's go. Well, I mean, I, I believe I believe whites can can survive underwater, so it would be funnier to see them like uh, like like a uh, like uh, fuck with the old uh, like the cavity crew or whatever, just like jo- like, like, like like marching down to the bottom yes. of the of the lake and then just like all lifting them <laughs> over their head at the same time, then running back up the shore with them. Yeah. Well, it, they could have done it, and this this is gonna be a wild way for me to say you know what game of thrones could have done better <laughs> they could have done something that pirates of the caribbean did. there you go when they're walking on the on, on the on the yes. yeah and then you go to ambush the uh, the british navy yeah, yeah and yeah. they're like turn and they turn into skeletons in yep. the moon and then yep. they turn back into humans see very well done pirates of the caribbean <laughs> honestly the first movie i like they get they get more absurd and the and the absurdity of those movies becomes kind of the reason to enjoy it the first one is just kind of a good adventure romp though yeah did I did I do that movie marathon with you? I just I did it kind of recently. I can't remember. Um, for, I, I don't think I must have not. I don't think so because I don't think I mean, I've, I've watched. Means I was alone. <laughs> I've watched those plenty of times. It's like it's it's now has become a great like um like Sunday morning type or Sunday afternoon type movie where you're like oh yeah you know I I went out last night I don't have anything to do uh, t- today I'm gonna take it easy What's on TNT Oh it's all three pirates oh, movies Great Awesome. Yep. Um, so Carly's fiance, Roberto, yep. actually just watched Game of Thrones for his first time over the summer. Oh, wow. Okay. What do you think? He, I mean, he really liked him. He definitely is like, obviously agrees with like yeah, the last yeah, yeah. season being fucking booty hole, <laughs> but <laughs> straight, well, straight booty hole. Brooke has been doing a rewatch. So I've been popping in and seeing some scenes or some episodes here and there. And like, man, the first, the first, you know, five seasons are just incredibly well done uh, for, mm-hmm. from from so many different perspectives and like and that's it's an unfair standard to hold uh hot d2 but it's not uh <laughs> it's not the same level i don't think of of subtlety and uh and um the juggling of these plot lines and things like that i think i think there's a little bit too much like out loud subtext in these and a little bit too much um uh 
yeah, like, 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 like obviousness, I guess. And, yeah. And, and I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying everything needs to be, like, incredibly close to the vest and super uh, um, buttoned down. But I think there's some stuff that could be handled a little, with a little bit of a softer touch. And I think that these what? these people don't really – and I want to say one thing real quick. I, mm. I don't understand I – don't, I don't think necessarily that the showrunners understand – how their show is being perceived in some cases. Like, and the biggest thing I uh, big, thing about this is the first ep- episode when uh, Viserys makes the decision to save the baby instead of Emma uh, mm-hmm. or Emma, however you want to pronounce it. Um, I watched that scene and thought he made a choice to kill his wife to have a baby boy. And the shower in the, in the behind the scenes footage was like, well, you know, he had to make the very tough, tough choice. I mean, she was going to die anyways, but he had to make the very much the tough choice of like causing her pain in order to save the baby. It's like, buddy, I don't think you watched that he, scene. Like that, no. that, 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 that scene reads very much like he chose wife or son he, as yes, opposed to, as sure. opposed to, Oh, well it was going to happen anyways. And I guess I should get a son out of it at least. Like, so I, I, I and it's happening. I'm, I'm struggling to think of other examples, but it's happened a couple of times where I've thought like, I don't know if you think you're getting across what you want to get across. I will say, like, you're asking for, like, subtlety and stuff like that. But then a subtle thing of, like, Damon's lady getting paid by the... Yeah, that's, okay, that's, but, yeah, and, that's fair. And then, and then you don't, and then you're like, well, I don't want to read too much into it. But, 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 so, but the reason is because I'm still on the, I'm still on the fence of, about how skilled this writing is, and so I'm not sure yeah. if we are look, or if we are seeing these elaborate machinations or if we are seeing, like, a... Um, <sighs> A kind of an aborted plot line or a, a weird interaction because like if i don't think damon is in on it because there was nothing to indicate that he was in that scene whatsoever except that when he took off her he, but that, he but, took off the but then they were in a brothel that i assume that he was familiar with because that's why he took her there and, and and was like oh we're safe here like this is my home turf or something like that like mm, it, you know and it's a, and it's a relatively oh. small detail like it, and, and, he, and it's he such took a small her to her brothel sorry he took her to oh that woman sonoa's sonoya's brothel s-o-n-o-y-a is it really i really didn't think it was all right anyways um yeah i i I don't i i'm i'm not certain how much i i i I trust the way that they're kind of i i put it this way if if the only detail we have is that he took off her hat i don't know if they're that subtle at this point i so i don't i I don't think i I don't think that's a reason to read into it too much too much other than i get yeah i think i think it's more of a of a her thing as opposed to a him thing yeah. Oh no, you, you're you're, you're you're looking at the actress's name. Ha ha ha. Sonoya Mizuna is the actress's name. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I apologize. Uh, Masaria is the uh, character Masaria. name. M Y S A R I A. She was in um, Crazy Rich Asians. She was in what? Sorry. Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, she okay. was the girl getting married. I only I, I, I know that she was in. Um, uh, Annihilation, I think, um, but there's something else that was referenced on uh, all, all, by Alt Shift X. I'm just trying to remember what it was. Um, Crazy rotations. It, he did not reference. Oh, devs, devs. That's what it was. Uh, she was in devs as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that I, I, I think I guess my point is right now that like I, I don't know how much to do these like deep dives into every little detail like you could with the first five seasons of Game of Thrones um, because it was just. Because, well, we also had read the book, so we did yeah. know that, like, 
and we we knew that every little detail was going to count. I will say that and, like Martin is working on these. Yeah, and 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 Martin. But the thing is, Martin like scripted like the full yeah. story of the Game of Thrones of, of Song of Ice and Fire, and then this one is basically it's written. If anyone isn't familiar, it's written as a kind of a history, um, mm-hmm. written from a maester point of view, because Martin likes to fuck with um. Uh, history and like uh, what knowledge really is and uh, like how do you know what actually happened and things like that so yeah. so part of uh reading it from a the, from a maester's point of view is you get to be like is this a reliable narrator or not are we actually getting the true story from this and he didn't and, and there's not enough detail in there that, that everything is laid out perfectly for these writers to follow um I, i'm not saying like you know dialogue for every scene mind you but the little plot points and things like that that they don't have to put in there um so so that's what i'm saying it's like i'm still wondering if like these writers are are really good or if they're but, yeah, fine yeah. or what or whatnot i saw um a tiktok of like this for like the first episode or whatever and it was like when the first episode's really good but you're still pissed off because you know brand's gonna end up on the fucking throne <laughs> yeah and it does it does suck. i mean and there was also another one that i watched which was um when you realize that bran has already seen all of this and now you don't care oh yeah and you're just like oh, god damn it you're like fucking like really i will i will also say that like i think that i think that the um benioff and weiss probably ended game of thrones with what martin what, what martin gave them notes for how to end it the problem is they butchered the path and so none of it made sense so yeah. I think that in like a better storyteller's hands, some of these things would make sense rather than who has the best story besides. <laughs> it's like, nah, dude, everyone's got a pretty good story. Like, like oh, literally, really literally everyone in this room has a really good story. What are you talking about? Uh, I am. I, I think I might actually listen to the podcast that I recommended to you. Like I gave to you, which I should probably plug. It was the one about the rewrite of season of the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I sent you. Um, it was Lady Lannister, I think, on on TikTok. I don't remember the the, the website details. Though. Yeah, it's a website called GOTS eight, as in the number R, as in Ralph dot com. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's supposed to be like a totally redone season ten. They bring in actors who do it like voluntarily. Um. They have like a whole think about like the copyright and like stuff like that so they they are not like infringing they're on not, you know anyone they're not property. asking to be sued it's basically fanfic yeah because yeah yeah yeah. Because, yeah so they re they rewrote uh the last season and they um they got voice actors to do the scenes pretty much right uh yeah, yeah. i have the details there yeah so yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna try to check that out at some point depending on how much i end up listening to like podcasts and podcast adjacent type stuff but like it, it's interesting to think that if if done well, that could be interesting to see what someone else comes up with for like a, a, a retooling of that store of those storylines. I think I might start listening to it on the drive to Chicago tomorrow. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, just because like why the fuck not? Yeah, just be Game of Thrones fucking everything. <laughs> I mean, no. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, like that. I guess. <laughs> I guess they do fuck everything. Shout out, Damon. <laughs>